you are listening to DJ Malterna on this on the Queen of Wands, and I, I have Polly Fraser, uh, who is uh, on the other line, who's talking with chatting with me about being a beekeeper. Yeah, backyard that, beekeeper is pretty much the <laughs> the back, best backyard beekeeper. Oh, okay, so you know, um, like I was mentioning earlier, you know, I, I I saw Stephanie post some pictures on Facebook. Yep. Of, of the of his of the bees and the the hives and all these things and I'm like whoa what is that and I'm yeah. like I'm like wow so I always been I've always been fascinated with bees you know but yeah. but more of a, a spiritual the spiritual aspects of bees so I was you know I, I know bees are amazing you know everybody everybody loves bees even the the, the Hindu gods you know were associated yeah. with bees yeah their symbol was the yeah. bee. You know, um, uh, the god, the god Pan was uh, was a beekeeper like you. I was gonna call you Pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too funny. So, uh, Too funny. You know, so I I wanted to ask you. So, what got you into into this um, hobby? It's kind of like a hobby, right? So. What oh, got, absolutely. Yeah. It, it started. Uh, we were living uh, for work. I was living on the East Coast for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife and I had kind of gotten into gardening. And with that, you kind of realize how important bees are to that, that mm-hmm. whole process. And so a friend of mine and uh, we were both interested in bees. And we took a bee course at, uh, I think, a library. They had somebody come in and speak about them. And we were both very excited about the process and, and thought, hey, we should have our own backyard hives. Mm-hmm. And there's a big supportive community that helps you kind of get uh, up and running. And there's many different websites you can order equipment from. And, uh, and we mm-hmm. just kind of made a plan and, and launched our hives in the spring and tried to capture as much nectar so they could last through the winter. So it started with gardening. Wow. So, so this started in, in the East Coast, you said, right? Yes. So it was, it was in New England. So how many years ago was that? Oh, man. Seven years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was a while. And then when we moved back to Hawaii, I, I just never really entertained the idea of having hives out here. I didn't know what the... You know, on the mainland, you can order bees and the mm-hmm. box will arrive with 10,000 bees and a queen inside. And it's, mm-hmm. it's really amazing that you can do that. I knew you couldn't do that here in Hawaii. So I was kind of wondering how people got their bees. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I figured out quickly, once you ask around, it's pretty easy to find bees here. Oh, yeah. So bees can come in a, in a, in a, in a big box and then there's a queen bee, one, right? Yep. And then there's like yep. so there's many bees one. in there. So I would always wonder, like... How do you get those bees out of that container <laughs> without yeah. without getting stung? <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. And it, it's it really, you know, with the equipment that you wear, you wear a veil, which is that thing around your head and a long jacket and long gloves and also some pants and cover mm-hmm. up your, your, uh, your limbs. But, uh, yeah, when that arrives, you, you have your box, your hive built. Mm-hmm. So you've got your box and your frames in there. Mm-hmm. And all you're really waiting for is to populate it with bees. So when they arrive, that box arrives. The queen is in a cell. It's mm-hmm. a little cell that's plugged with sugar, uh, little sugar plugs on the end. And the bee will eat through that, and the, uh, the queen bee will, and the, and the bees on the outside will eat through it as well. So there's this time frame that keeps them um, from getting to the queen because she's not there by birth queen. She's kind of a mated queen that's been put together with all these bees. And and. And in this cage, they can get familiar with her pheromone. And by the time it takes for them to eat through that sugar and she comes out, they spend enough time together where they accept her as the queen and, uh, and, and the hive takes off from there. But So when you mm. get this box and you have the queen, you just honestly you put the queen between two frames and you dump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine you picking up a box and just dumping it and shaking it and the bees fall into the hive. 
Be- they don't they don't go after you? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Okay. Bees bees aren't really aggressive. They're defensive. Oh. So okay. yeah, they, they don't usually come after you with with uh, with anger, <laughs> they come after you if you banged on their hive. If you if uh-huh. you disrupted their hive, uh-huh. they think you're coming to uh, take stuff from them. Then they come after you. So yeah, I have mine in my backyard. I walk by it every day doing yard work. They never come after me. Well, how many bees do you have? Um, hard to count, um, but I have two boxes uh, and then ten frames in each. So I have about twenty frames. Mm-hmm. And they're mostly populated in the lower box right now. They haven't expanded enough to fill out both. Um, it's it's in the thousands, you know. Yeah, yeah. Six, and then seven um, thousand, I guess. Uh, how do you know when when it's time to get the honey? When the honey is. It's a real to me. You know, some people are all about like getting honey and selling it. That's uh-huh. that's not where I'm coming from. Uh-huh. Um, I, one, I don't have enough honey to do that. It would be really kind of a small sale. Uh-huh. Uh, but most of the time, I have so many friends that are excited about honey that I just give it away. I give it to my friends, and oh, that's good. Uh, well, you, you, it's a hobby. That's right? often what it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't for. This isn't to make money. This is. I just enjoy bees. Are really interesting in the sense that you know we go out and check them every week or every two weeks, and mm-hmm. you you kind of are assessing all these different things as you open up the hive. You're, mm-hmm. you're seeing if the if the queen is laying eggs quickly mm-hmm. enough. Is, is she laying sporadically? Um, what kind of infestations do you have? Do you have ants that are problematic? Do you have hive beetles? And then the worst of all that, that you hear about nationally is varroa mites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a lot of that here in Hawaii. We have it, but not to the extent they do on the mainland, where it's just decimating bee colonies. So uh, how do you yeah, how do you how do you prevent the ants from going to the bees? Right, because the it's yeah well kind of a mixed bag right you don't want to put any kind of chemicals into that kill ants because then the bees can take it and have it Mm -hmm. part of their honey production so you're trying to think of ways to naturally do it so i have a hive Mm -hmm. imagine it's on a it's on a stand with these poles and on the poles i've mounted funnels upside down and i've lined them with some kind of like grease so the ants can't cross and come up Mm, so that's just simple simple stuff like that or people will put um, mineral oil. Uh, oh, yeah. or, I mean, or, or maybe put water in the bottom and then. You can do that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Because of the, can do yeah, that too. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's, 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 there's all kinds of things you're, you're always looking at and checking. And, yeah, have you, um, have you ever got stung by, by the, by one of the bees? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are the, are the bees in the, in, in a cage so they can't get out or are they like just no they're the, the hive has a, a slit like an opening at the bottom uh-huh. and the bees come and go as they want and uh, at night they all come back to the hive uh, and stay warm and inside and then as soon as day breaks they come out and, and you go out and map the area for nectar and pollen and communicate that to their peers and you know about two mile radius around my house they've got that all figured out and they and they go hit stuff and gather it and bring it back and and then and you have to buy all your tools right because I mean you need the besides the protective clothing the veil or yep. whatever it's called you need yep. other tools I'm there's sure different websites it's it's really easy to find backyard beekeeping supplies if you if you search the one I, I use is out of Minnesota mm-hmm. I used to want use one out of South Carolina but they closed down but you can get all that stuff there you can get uh, you can get all your hive equipment everything. You can have it assembled. You can have it unassembled. So you build it. It's it's really simple. Once you start, you're like, oh, it's very easy. Wow. So are you planning yeah. on making? Are you planning to do this in, in a bigger way? Like, uh, 
having no i I enjoy i you know as big the most that i would do and not to be too complicated but i have one hive right now i would have if i could have two hives that would be perfect because there's some things you can do Mm -hmm. with maybe moving frames from each one to help support the other one that maybe kind of slow in its development. Mm-hmm. You can move frames, you know, if you've got a full frame of eggs that are laid and capped and say your other hive isn't doing well, you could take that fully capped, you know, with new bees and put it in the other hive and, and have that population really take off in terms of having workers and, uh, and have that hive do well. So there's some things you can take advantage of with having at least two hives. And that's, that's probably where I'll stop. It's just two. Yeah, you know, you're doing something really good for the for the for our ecosystem because you're you're keeping bees. Oh yeah. Because a bee population oh, yeah. is, is 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 declining from what I read. Yes. Yeah, because yes. you know the yeah. you know, pollution and pesticides and all that stuff. So, what you're doing yeah. is um you know it really helps because they they provide our, to our ecosystem, right? Uh, there's our, there's so much they do in terms of pollination and yeah. uh, it's it's really yeah. We the one thing we have here in Hawaii that's really nice is we don't have a frost. Uh, in New England, I worried about building my colony big and strong with lots of honey that they were going to basically, I was going to wrap them up in the fall mm-hmm. and they were going to live off the stores that they had mm-hmm. if they didn't freeze to death. So we don't have those issues here in Hawaii. So the things that we talk about more here in Hawaii are swarming, like uh, manage, manage, managing your hive so it doesn't run out of space and your bees go up. It's too crowded. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. And they'll, oh. they'll, they'll, they'll raise a new queen and then half the, half your colony will just disappear overnight. So, so uh, how, how do they do that? They just fly away? They, they do. Uh, oh, okay. So what happens is it's how they do it. I don't know, but the bees decide as a community like this, there's not enough space here. We need to find another location and, and the queen oh. will send out some scouts and they'll look for a new location and they'll come back, communicate, Oh, I found something. Uh, and then the queen and a whole heap of bees will load up on honey and they'll leave and they'll go mm-hmm. hang out in your neighbor's tree, you know, so, um, until they find a new place. You were telling me that you had one queen bee, right? When, when that box came Correct. in. Yeah. So, um, does that queen bee stays there as a queen? And the, is she, She's queen. Yeah. Most queens live about five years uh-huh. and, uh, and, and she'll be the queen as long as she's li- uh, laying eggs well. Uh-huh. Uh, as soon as she's not, the colony may say we have an old queen and they'll take one of their newly laid eggs and feed it a certain way so that it becomes a queen cell, a new queen. Wow. And eventually uh, <laughs> that old queen will get the hint that she needs to go away and she'll leave. So. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's like life, isn't it? Isn't it like uh, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty uh, it can be it's pretty uh, it's pretty cut. Uh, it's pretty amazing how they function. I don't know how they communicate all these things, you know, between there's some dancing and communicating that they do. But uh, it's it's fascinating. So I guess there is no king right somewhere. King is no gone. king. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll sum it up real quick. Uh-huh. There's basically three kinds of bees. There's mm-hmm. a queen. Mm-hmm. There's a female worker and there's a drone. That's the male. Yeah. And the male's do uh nothing really they're they're there to uh, if you had a new queen that was born they might help mate after that their utility is i mean there's some arguments about it but they they don't do much they don't gather they mate and they eat food that's it so when (laughs) when the store when the food gets low you'll actually Uh see queen uh you'll see worker bees Uh flying drone male bees out of the hive like you're kicked out oh my god and uh yeah, it's kind of barbaric and sad. You're like, oh, there goes a male bee. He's done. <laughs> wow. He's eating too much food. They don't have enough. Or, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So the one queen, when she flies away, that means they already have a queen. 
Usually, yeah. They, they sometimes they'll uh, if if it's overrun by different uh, say insects or bugs, they just abscond, as they say. They just leave, and they may not have a queen in place. And if you have a queenless hive, um, there's ways to figure that out, and you need uh-huh. to get a new queen. As long as you have bees, you can kind of salvage that. But if all the bees leave, you're yeah, you have an empty you have an empty uh, box, nothing to do. But uh, yeah, there, there's some communications that's done. As, as long as your queen's laying eggs, and if they decide she's no longer the queen, they'll pick one and they'll feed it royal jelly only. They usually feed royal jelly, which is something they excrete. And royal jelly? Yes. I'm, I'm, there's things that you see in the supermarket. Uh-huh. That's one of them. <laughs> royal, royal, royal jelly. jelly. Is, okay. Royal jelly, uh-huh. yes. It's mm. uh, it's something they feed their, 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 uh, their, their bees so, when they're first developing. So when they select a queen, they feed that one only royal jelly and it grows a certain way uh and becomes the queen and the cell kind of gets more pronounced instead of that flat honeycomb it becomes a little bit uh taller mm-hmm. and longer so pretty neat how they do all that i don't know but it's, it's really amazing <laughs> yeah it's so when amazing. i do my inspections those are things i'm looking for i'll pull i'll open the top pull out mm-hmm. my frames one by one and i just go through them looking at each side to see you know it's normal honeycomb is it drone or male honeycomb is it worker bee what's she laying are you able to tell it are you able to tell which one's a drone and which one do they all absolutely you mean between the bees or how they're laid uh because they look different both ways yeah okay regular when you look at a a worker bee next to a drone bee a drone bee is bigger the male bee and his eyes are not so on the side of their head they're a little bit more on the top of their head typically um so that's usually how you can tell a drone a drone doesn't have a stinger uh-huh. The wow. female bees do. Queen bees have stingers and can sting repeatedly. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't die when they sting. So, pretty neat. Wow. I, you know, have you have you ever thought about the fact that they might be your spirit animal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they yeah. could be. They, they could be my. I do enjoy. And, and the thing that's been really kind of interesting is uh, the, the the honey that we do get. That when uh-huh. I do take honey. Uh, it's phenomenal. I'm, I'm amazed. I thought, I thought this neighborhood might just be kind of mundane or okay. It's actually phenomenal. I, I'm really impressed with the honey. I try honey every time I see a local, like whether it's a local beekeeper or a does, business. Does it taste different? I, I, absolutely. Really? And it tastes different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it oh. tastes different. You think about it, the flora and fauna that they're pulling from, everyone always thinks flowers, but trees as well have a lot of pollen and nectar. So so it so, really varies as to what they're in my two mile area, what plants they're hitting, you know, where they're gathering from. And it changes everywhere. So, so, so your bees fly out and they, 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 they look for the flowers and everything like that around. So you must have a garden, right? You must have, I a do have a garden, but you got to remember it's two miles. So if I didn't have much of a garden, I mean, within my house, I can see mango trees everywhere. So uh-huh. you think about when they're pollinating and all the, all yeah. the pollen they could gather from that. I mean, that's massive. That's not just a flower in your backyard. That's a tree full yeah, of yeah. You know, pollen. Wow. So, yeah. That's so great. It's wow. amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, and it, and it tastes different. You know, we were talking about honey. Uh, it yeah. tastes different between spring honey and fall honey based on what's blooming. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, I love spring honey. honey's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I love honey. Well, you know, I think for, I collect honey from different places all the time and I get it from different backyard beekeepers and I put it side by side and taste it spoon by spoon and you can taste the difference. You really can. Yeah. uh, I'm going to pay attention next time when when I do that. But, uh, you know, they say 
that eating honey yeah. would make one speech more eloquent and, <laughs> and one song more sweet. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, I mean, that's what's special about honey. That's why I, now I'm going to, after we get off the phone, I'm going to go and uh, make some tea and honey. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some good stuff out there. They're a lot of fun. So, some people are a little afraid of bees, so I'm not saying everybody should be a... Yeah, you know, but, you know, honestly, yeah. when I when I was growing up as a child, right, we had we had a lot of plants and tall trees and like bushes. So I would yeah. I would I would play in, in the bushes and I would always get stung like all the time. Yeah, because I just I was a kid. And I was just like going through and that we had they had so many bee nests, like yeah. bee nests. OK, and then if you yeah. if you if you shake the tree I and mean, they run after you, so I would get I would always. That's why I'm afraid of bees when I was a child. When, well, with, with the equipment we wear, it does give you a bit of security. It really yeah. does. And if you stood next to the hive and I had you fully outfitted, they would they would fly around you, but they wouldn't come after you. I mean, I, I get stung because my hands are in there and I'm moving stuff around and I inadvertently may crush a bee. And that oh. just sends off signals and they just come at me. So, that's so why I have a more than one? I smoke. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, more than one. Absolutely. <laughs> I, you know, from what I understand, when you when you crush a bee, there's kind of like a fear pheromone that goes out, and once that starts spreading, uh-huh. it, it can get it can get really uh, like an excited environment for the bees where they're coming at you, they're bouncing off your veil. Yeah, they're that's why saying, a lot of they're, they're probably yeah, going to whisper like, to the other bees, "Get him, get him!" Just <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> correct. But that's why you use smokers. Is you you uh-huh. you throw that smoke up there, and it kind of dissipates or uh, you know either masks or overrides the pheromone calm them down so as soon as something happens like that i just kind of stop grab my smoker i smoke myself as i'm standing there in the hive and it kind of brings everything back down and then i continue on nice and slow so wow smooth and slow that's great that's amazing story no thank you for that a very educational information no worries (laughs) no worries my pleasure polly polly frazier the the beekeeper and uh the god pan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no thank you i really appreciate this and uh you know uh, thank you for taking this sun- sunday morning just to chat with me a little bit appreciate it no yeah problem. You, you, super you, fun you, nocturna yeah you really got to do something with this with this uh, hobby make it more into something else when you can if you ever think yeah about well it. I, I i do enjoy it and there's a lot of you know tolentino farms out on the west side if you ever have a chance to get their honey mm-hmm. uh do it because they they to me have some of the best honey on island oh, and okay. uh they're very gracious, very nice people. I mean, they've, they've offered, Hey, you want to come out and, and work and learn and work, you know, basically put on all my gear and go help them on their farm. And they've been like, yeah, come on out. So, uh, they're one of my favorites. They, they, they do some great work. So, yeah. and great honey. I gotta be honest. Their honey's delicious. Yeah. I, I, I love honey. I got a, I got, yeah. I got a big bottle of honey right here. But yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm curious, where, where is it from? Where'd you get uh, it? Oh, you know, Whole Foods. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, see, that's a different one. Hold on to that one, and then go try. You know, you'll uh, like. I can't if I see a if I see somebody roadside who's selling honey, I I am gonna stop. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna stop and try local honey from the middle of the island, or North Shore, or the East Side, and see how it's different. Yeah. Now I'm gonna pay attention, because you know yeah, I, you don't yeah. you don't pay attention. It's like wine, right? If you're not yeah. a wine drinker, you won't know the difference, right? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. that's wine is wine. But if you yeah. drink wine, like I drink wine, so I know I know what's good wine. You know, yeah. so I, that's one thing, like honey. Like you, you're the honey expert, so. <laughs> 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 okay, well, you know, I'm going to do that, but thank you so much. Wow, what, no, a, what a great conversation. Thank you very My much. Pleasure.
And you, you, have, a, you, have, you have a great Mother's Day to uh, Stephanie and your family, okay? I, I, I will let her know. <laughs> Thanks, Nocturna. All right. You take care now. Thank you. Aloha. Okay, bye-bye.